What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. This is episode number 43. Today is June 5th, Monday. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I'm Gabriella Lopes. And uh, if you're new to this podcast, I guess what I can tell you is that we touch on just random topics, things that are interesting in the news, some conspiracy sometimes, sometimes it's personal, personal accounts. Um, and yeah. Yeah, it's mentally gone stuff. Mentally gone, man. <laughs> mentally gone. Uh, we do want to try to make like do these every day, at the very least, because I feel like these are the best, best forms of content when it comes to just fully expressing yourself. If that makes sense, because there's no cameras, there there are no cameras rolling. There's no pressure in terms of performance of of something being viral quote-unquote you know because a lot of creators including ourselves like we're not exempt of this obviously you have to consider everything and you have to take everything into account when you're trying to build a brand and you're trying to build a podcast and you're trying to build a show you have to make it exciting engaging entertaining and with that comes appeasing an audience and these daily ones we just don't care with all due respect, like we don't care about who's listening that much yeah, or about their opinion too much because we just want to like have this little corner of the internet and this version of the show, which is the daily version where it's just unfiltered and we can just talk. Yeah. And there's no research. Like we've said before, we just, you know, kind of go in and wing it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely wing it. Um, even, even the main video podcast, which we do a lot of research for, we still sometimes wing it, you know, like the bulk of it is also winged. Yeah, true. So. Improvised, at least on your part. Yeah. I I have like, <laughs> I basically have my notes written out and kind of word for word it yeah. by memorization. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. Like I have bad memories. So I've always as a kid and I've said this countless times, I'm not going to go on a whole uh, t- like uh, segue about it, but even in school i was always just very bad at memorizing stuff and i've always been better at just improvising just working with what's here you know and with that being said i just want to uh read this headline from the insider uh it says that a true crime fanatic in south korea killed someone she met online out of curiosity to see what murder would no what murder would be like for real oh my gosh so that's pretty cool. How um, did she kill him? So it says that a 23-year-old true crime fanatic was arrested in the South Korean city of Busan on Wednesday in connection with the killing and dismembering of a woman, according to law enforcement authorities. Police said they believe the killing was done out of curiosity, driven by the suspect's desire to experience what murder was like firsthand. South Korea's oldest newspaper, the Chosun uh, Ilbo, reported... The newspaper said that Jung Yu, no Jung Yo, Jung Yo Jung, <laughs> confessed to the killing and was indicted for murder on Friday. The only reason I'm bringing this one up is because I've been I've been really paying attention to just frequencies and to just information that is contained within stuff that we consume on a daily basis. You know, so if it's music, if it's a TV show, if it's movies, whatever it is, like we're 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 constantly opening ourselves up to influence. 
And I feel like there is going to be a very serious side effect to all of this, to this age of information, this hyper, hyper, um, yeah, like this hyper version of, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like too many sporadic thoughts and ideas like spreading, you know? Yeah. And I feel like TikTok, for example, today for the first time in a long time or for the first time ever i was like scrolling through it in the morning and i caught myself realizing that what tiktok does and what social media does is it does its best to take you away from your own consciousness Mm -hmm. so it's that fast addictive nature where you just swipe and there's new stuff new information new things new contents new themes new topics and it's an ever never ending loop and it's continually it just drives you further and further away from yourself and i think that that's why it's dangerous and i feel true crime shows i've never been a fan but i think that it could have that same effect of just desensitizing people to real life and then they just get so involved and so engaged in this world in this documentation of real life events that they just associate everything as a documentary. It's like even their own lives as a documentary or they want to be featured in a documentary. They want to be featured on Netflix in the future. And so people who lack purpose, it doesn't take much for them to just take that leap. Right. And I was going to say that it's specifically girls who have this fascination with true crime stuff because I always see videos about it where it's like, oh, my girlfriend watching like a true crime thing. And then it, it's like saying appalling things where it's like, and then he oh, he that, like yeah. teared her thing and, and then he ripped this apart. And then the girl's just there eating popcorn or whatever yeah. nonchalantly. I have never, ever been a fan of true crime anything. Yeah. I It just, I feel so unsettled. Like we were watching the... What were we watching? What's his name? The from the big family, and he was like a he he was like a cannibal. Oh, um, I forgot his name. Uh, House of Hammer. Hammer. Or, there you go. Yeah. Hammer is his name. I don't know his first name, but we were watching that, and I was so unsettled. You saw I was getting like anxiety. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> like Arm and Hammer. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but. I was so unsettled the whole time just hearing the stories and like the feeling of it just it doesn't do anything good for me. And I think that that's why I I always like either a rewatch the same shows because it gives that comforting feeling that I feel like shows should give mm-hmm. or B I watch like a cartoon from my childhood. Right. Because right. again, it's like it's just like that's what I think that you should feel. When, when watching so like like why would you want to stir up oh like these <laughs> yeah these feelings unsettling feelings like i don't understand how people can listen to those true crime things and i've always tried to understand what's the appeal of psychopaths when it comes to women you know like women love a serial killer yeah like ted bundy ted bundy yeah and i think it might have to do with the obsession part i feel like women like men who are obsessed with them and maybe that's part of it and then i also think that death is often associated with like love so i love you to death essentially it's like this idea that 
they are able to romanticize their own mortality, I guess. Right. And they might even, in like a fucked up, twisted way, because we don't really understand the psychology of these women who who sympathize and who kind of even want to be a victim of these serial killers sometimes. But I think I think it has to do with that. I think it has to do with the obsession and the idea that if I can't have you, no one's going to have you. Or, yeah. or you're mine and you're my property and I'm going to do whatever I want with you. And I, and I feel like that has also been taught to us through pornography, you know, through hardcore porn. It's been like everything now that's mainstream is typically like hardcore like it's the extreme of everything right and so i think that that also bleeds into it it's just this idea of just wanting to to be owned it's like people just want to be under something or under someone yeah i was gonna say that i think that it's like a perceived value so people don't base value on how much they like how much they think that they themselves are worth mm -hmm. they do it based on how much other people think that they're worth or right. want them especially girls with guys it's like yeah. how much guys want me determines just how like you know yeah. valuable or whatever i am or or whatever puts me on like a pedestal kind of thing but i think that girls like in some cases like maybe that's the thing too it's like a guy wants you so badly that he could go to this extreme extent yeah. like to kidnap you or something and then maybe they are fascinated with those stories or or maybe girls are fascinated with the stories for like psychological reasons because i find that like um when i was taking psychology courses in college most of the classes were girls mm -hmm. and so maybe there's just something there that you know girls uh, just like kind of figuring things out all the time like trying to figure things out and they want answers and i don't know yeah and it's interesting because i think it was stephen hawking he said that he knows a, a lot about a lot of things but one thing that he does not know anything about or is absolutely is an absolute novice in is understanding women <laughs> so so this guy literally broke down the universe but they but he can't explain women and he had the high highest iq right like, right yeah you know i saw an article this is a little off topic i saw an article of a uh of a little girl i don't remember what age she was but she graduated high school at the age of like let's say it was like 10 or 9 or something mm -hmm. and apparently she has the high like higher iq than stephen, stephen hawking. hawking and albert einstein like mm. she has the highest iq i couldn't believe it i was like this has to be this has to be like fake or made up but yeah that that is interesting to me but do you think that do you think that that has to do with the idea of how much of our brain we use yeah i do think so i do think um that people with high iq it's just like they can access different parts of their brains because i've always thought about that right because usually it's it's two parents who have no genius in themselves like like they don't have a higher high iq themselves right and then they have an offspring they have a child who just turns out to be a genius and that's usually how it goes is 
is usually it's an impoverished family that just has a genius who changes the the uh, future for the whole legacy of the family. And I've always thought about that. It kind of reminds me of that movie Lucy with um, what's that? Uh, what's that lady's name? Uh, mm. Johansson. Oh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson's in it and she unlocks 100% of her brain and then she's able to do all these crazy things that we would, you know, never imagine being capable of doing. And that just leads me to question if that's what high, like high IQ is or or maybe it's the purity of the mind. It's the purity of the soul. Like it, something along those lines, I think. Yeah, I think i think that too or that they they're more capable of accessing like a certain part of their brain more than another because mm. then it kind of has to balance out somehow so maybe they're like there's like a part of their brain that doesn't get accessed as much right but then this part does yeah. like does all the taking over kind of thing i don't know I don't know, but that's fascinating because I took a psychology um, of men course in college, mm. which is basically trying to understand men. understand man like men and and their ways of thinking and everything and what they do and all this stuff. And there's there's no way they could ever make a course like that for women because just like you said, it's like they're there's no understanding a woman yeah. <laughs> like at all it's just it's like almost <laughs> impossible yeah it's just um i don't know and i think that i've been having this feeling i think that women are just and this is gonna sound corny but it but it's just a feeling i've been having because i've been having all these like um moments of awakening i guess and i've been looking at the world a little bit differently but I feel that if if a human being has the power of nurturing and nourishing life inside of them, I feel like that shouldn't be underestimated. Like that shouldn't be overlooked. I think that maybe there's just some power there. I don't know. And I recently watched the um, season six of Peaky Blinders. And there was a part where... Thomas Shelby, who's the main protagonist, he was told by Esme that only a woman can place a curse. And that stuck with me. Like, I started thinking about that. I was like, the fuck does that mean? And they're gypsies, which means that they were um, tribes and nomads from Egypt who who traveled across Europe and, and just found refuge in different parts of Europe. And the the Egyptians, like, they always believed in that idea, in the divine feminine force. And I feel like maybe that's why we, we naturally transition into a more feminist society. Because of that reality. Like, it's a fact, you know. A, a procreator that has those powers within. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thought, I guess. Like the force of energy, you're saying? Yeah, the power to create a life is pretty, it's pretty phenomenal if you think about it. To create a soul, to yeah. nurture a soul. Yeah, it is. When you do start thinking about it. It's very interesting to me. Yeah, when you start breaking it, it is pretty crazy. 
But then you also you also have to give credit. <laughs> You're right, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Um, but men also help in a big way to procreate. They do, they do. But but I mean the idea of nourishing it and oh, and like growing, growing it, it inside yeah. of you, yeah. Because then that one person takes on two people or takes on two souls, if you think about it. Yeah, uh, two heartbeats. Right. Two so everything like. Uh, yeah, and, and I I've been feeling lately a lot that science has has done its best to to desensitize us from things that are in its nature phenomenal mm -hmm. you know because then a scientist a doctor listening to this is like oh okay guys yeah but it's because there's this technicality and there's this and right, right. and it's because the human body has but i don't know man like i've been i've i've been really questioning everything honestly and i'm not saying that i don't believe in science i'm not i'm not an idiot i'm just you know questioning certain things like when we went on a walk this morning i started touching trees because it just dawned on me that we don't we don't touch trees anymore. You know, like we see trees occasionally and even trees have become more and more scarce. We rarely see trees and when we do see them, we don't think about touching them. Right. We just think about like, well, we don't even think about them. Like sometimes we don't even notice them because we're on our phones. And it's that idea again of just luring us away from our own nature from our own power and our own interconnectedness with everything and from life like things that themselves are breathing and living things because even right. a tree is a living thing yeah yeah and and if you really really want to go deep you can view everything as a living organism but not separate from yourself so everything is a living organism contained within itself and you are one of those elements that are contained in that system and so if your lungs were collapsing, you would feel it and you would urgently try to take care of that. But trees are going extinct, like they're being cut down and, and global warming, if it's real or not, I don't know. I honestly don't really care because I think that that just, it's just a political issue at this point. But yeah, like if, if trees are hurting, or by touching and acknowledging a tree is like touching and, and acknowledging an organ in your body. Mm. And by, 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 by not acknowledging these organs, you forget that you have a body on a macro scale. I get what you're saying. So on a micro scale, we, honest, we obviously know that we have a body and we you know see it and feel it. And if you're legs are hurting if your arms hurting aching you feel it but on the macro scale i feel like we forget that we also have like a macro body and that's the real body this is just a micro body right yeah i i do understand just like they say water yeah. is like a part of us in a way well obviously because we're composed of like however percent much of water right. but like bodies of water like we are like automatically interconnected with these things right and what if body what if body what if water <laughs> but body is in and of itself uh like a divine power yeah you know because 70 percent water is a lot of water yeah and then they say that the phases of the moon you know and this is not going down a conspiratorial route because i've even done a conspiracy before that 
the moon is um, a alien spaceship that was sent here to manipulate our energy and all that stuff. But that's beside the point. I think that the moon for what it is, whatever it is, it does influence the 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 water on this planet, you know? Yeah, just like it influences the tides. Exactly. Like the tides of the ocean. I think that it in some way the phases of the moon influence the body with the what the body, the bow body. Yeah. <laughs> the the water within our body. Yeah. And that and this is super interesting. Well, maybe not interesting for you, but girls have an ovulation cycle and the ovulation cycle is like anywhere between like 28 to 30 whatever days right Mm -hmm. um 30 plus days or whatever and it's crazy because ovulate like ovulation cycle is the whole it's like a whole month so it's not just like a menstruation it's not just the menstruation cycle part of it Mm -hmm. and so throughout the month women experience like very different emotions Mm -hmm. through each phase so like through the through the um ovulation phase which is when you're the most fertile like women are so like it's usually right after the period too it's like when women are more you know uh like i don't know just preppy and 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 kind of like putting themselves out there in a good mood whatever the case is but then there's like two phases of the month. So there's four total, I think. But then there's two phases of the month where it's like grumpy, grunchy, yeah. grou- grouchy, uh, irritable. One that's like super sad, depressed, like emotional, whatever. And then the other one is just like kind of more relaxed. And th- that's the four phases. But it's interesting because the moon... How many times does the moon go full during a month? Once or twice? Mm, I don't know. I would have to search that out. But but anyways, it's interesting because I think that it has a lot to do with the moon and stuff, like the phases of the moon. And that when the moon is full, it's like the full, it's like when you're ovulating. It's like when you're super fertile and I don't know. So <laughs> I think says- there's like something like that. So it says that uh, a full moon happens roughly every 29 and a half days. Right. So once a month. Yeah. What you said made me think of this. And and this is an abstract thought. And it's just because I've been really like questioning the fabric of reality, everything lately. But this is an abstract thought probably for most people, if not every person listening, including myself, because I just thought of this. But what if women contain within themselves this universe let's say and then they have their center of of um their center of gravity might be the moon right yeah so what if women have a moon contained within themselves and then they have this universe and that's why they're capable of producing life and that's why they they have all these influences right so just like you said like there are times of the month where women are more cranky and just annoying and just angry and irritable and that's just like the sea like there are storms in the sea and then there are times of peace in the sea where the waters are still and everything's peaceful but i feel like yeah maybe there's something there yeah i do think or or there's just like a natural gravity towards the moon itself like i don't know but yeah and then on top of that there's an an affinity towards the broader moon 
right? Which is the one that everybody sees. And maybe that's why a lot of the occultist, um, occult practitioners, I can't speak today. A lot of the occult practitioners, uh, they value the moon and they use it in a lot of their rituals and spells and they focus a lot on it because of that heavy influence that it has more, more specifically women. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that that's why in Peaky Blinders, they said that because there's this power, the power of creating life. She who has the power of creating life can define, like can do powerful shit. I feel to even end a life because yeah, to, to an to, extent cr- putting a curse on someone is kind of, yeah you know taking their livelihood away and what if there was this conspiracy throughout history for the patriarchy to kind of create this this narrative that women are second-class citizens inferior inferior to men and put them in their place because of the capability you're saying right it's to tame the power that women have it's like women have this innate power that may be terrorized like you know, frightens men. And then throughout history, we've been taught that women are good wives and good caregivers and good mothers and that they are inferior inferior to men. But if you look at ancient Egypt, there was a bunch of like priestesses, like they were the most powerful beings at that time. And they influenced the politics and they influenced the pharaohs and they controlled them like puppets, you know? And this is, guys, I watch way too much cartoons and stuff, but, and I'm always referencing Avatar, but it's interesting because the waterbenders have Mm. the ability to A, heal others so they can heal. And also, first and foremost, waterbenders in Avatar, the last airbender, they draw their power from the moon. Right. And then the women are typically the ones that are the healers. So they're able to use their waterbending abilities to heal others. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the fuller the moon is, the more power that they have, by the way. So this is pretty interesting. And I just started thinking about it. But they also have the ability on the full moon to bend the blood within a person's body. See, and the menstrual f- cycle. Yeah, but Menstrual also, blood. but also like, yeah, you know, blood, yeah, torturing, right, is what I'm trying to say. Is like they have the ability to heal, but they also have the ability to literally, yeah, like torture you from the inside out. Exactly. And they do it on the full moon. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Look, <laughs> I don't know, but I like, feel like I, Avatar is super ahead of its time, and it it's, is. It it it's super profound. It's ideas like the conversations that me and Callie have had at night. And then I'm just like connecting the dots and Avatar. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's oh, it's man. crazy. Like the creators of this show, they were onto something and they knew something. They I knew just, a lot of things. I just feel like everything I've ever believed. Is a lie. Is a lie. Yeah. Like that's the feeling I've been having recently. Like even during our walk. Right. We were walking and I started looking up and staring at the sun because I I started realizing, I'm like, ever ever since you're born, they tell you don't stare at the sun because you'll go blind. Yeah, it's bull. I, well, I'm not going to say it's bullshit, but. There's probably something to that because of just how potent it is and it is strong, but there's, there's energy emanating from it. 
You know, it's infinite. That energy is infinite. It's omnipresent. It's always around. And I feel like there's something to that when people relate the sun to God. Right. You know, because in every aspect of the word, in every definition of deity, of divinity that we come across in every religious text, it talks about uh, a God that's omnipresent, who, 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 who gives life. Right. You know? And that's what the sun does because you couldn't have life without the sun. Right. At all. At all. Photosynthesis, like everything relies on oh, man. even precipitation, which, you know, yeah, which the, nourishes the plants, like relies on the sun because that's what causes evaporation, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Here I am teaching you guys some earth science. Earth like bending. Earth science from like the second grade or whatever. Yeah, but look. I'm going to, in a future daily episode, I'm going to like talk more about it because I just feel that I'm not ready. But I recently had an experience that I'll even go as far as to say that it was like a religious experience. And it was the first time I've ever come across that or something similar to that feeling. And it was a true out-of-body experience. And I got to that point during one of my meditation sessions and that just really, really changed everything, I think, inside of me, where everything that I've known, again, like just like I said before, I just don't believe it to be true, per se. I think that there's a lot more to everything that we are and everything that we have been and everything that we will become. I feel like everything around us is controlled by a group of individuals who understand this concept Right. And if you think about it, too, like the world has been around for so long, you don't think that one family would have enough time to to rise to a power and to amass a certain amount of wealth that's so grandiose and so insane and knowledge that's so profound that they would be able to, you know, control everybody else using that information. Yeah. And I think that that's why every ancient philosopher would say that knowledge is power, you know. And every ancient philosopher, every Greek philosopher, Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, they were all members of schools of mysteries and the occult. And even the occult has a negative connotation nowadays. Like people just associate it directly to Satanism. But Satanism is Satanism. The occult is the occult. There are elements of the occult that are used for every religion. Everything is sourced from the occult. And all, all that that word means is it's hidden. You know, it's hidden knowledge. That's what a cult means. It's, it's hidden information. Hmm. And yeah, it's just everything, everything. I've been questioning everything. Every feeling I have, every thought that comes across my head. I feel like another thing too that we've been deconditioned or conditioned rather to interpret it this way is the idea of coincidences. Even, even that word coincidence I feel like it was created for that purpose mm. to to have us just believe that everything that happens or that most of the things that happen are just purely coincidence. It's probability. It's math. It's one in a one in a hundred chance of this happening. But if you think about what our ancestors would think or how they would live their lives, if a certain bird flapped its wings three times during a hunting session 
they might have interpreted that as, okay, this is a premonition. This is a sign that we shouldn't further or we shouldn't prolong this hunt because someone's going to die because it flapped right. its wings three times. And who knows, maybe they were right. Like maybe they they were so in tune with everything. It's like everything around them was just in like connected so deeply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then now we go outside and it's just birds on a tree. It's just a tree. It's just this. It's just that. It's all separated from the self. And I've, I'm so convinced that everything is connected. Yeah. And everything. It's interesting because that's what people who were labeled as superstitious were. Right. It's like the people who would pay attention to these things. It's like, oh, you broke glass or you saw a black cat exactly. or whatever the case is. But then that was just like, maybe it's superstition, but maybe it's it's exactly what you're saying, where it's like these are just signs that yeah. you have to be in tune with to pick up on them. Because maybe we are everything. And maybe that's why that movie made so much sense to me. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's like we are everything and we are everywhere all at once. And we are communicating with ourselves, be it through instances, be it through things, be it through occurrences and, and things that are done onto us and things that we do onto others. Even other people, I feel like there are glimpses and parts of ourselves and other people. And that's why we we feel this um this intense connection to other people like i was going through I, I was going down a rabbit hole on this tiktok account that i found and it's this guy who's a skydiving instructor i guess and he's building his tiktok page for his business and his business revolves around literally helping people remove their fear of jumping off cliffs one specific cliff i don't know where it is i think it's in utah probably probably in Utah, but it's this beautiful scenery. It kind of looks like the, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of the Grand Canyon a little bit, mm -hmm. super high up cliff. And he's strapped to the person, just like in a skydiving uh, case where he's behind and then the person's in front. And I watched so many of those and every single one, I got super emotional, whether it was a guy doing it, whether it was a girl doing it. And because there's something so powerful in witnessing other human beings kind of overcoming this fear and then overcoming it and then thriving afterwards, you know, thriving in just pure euphoria and bliss. And that and that feeling that I got, like that emotion, I feel like it's because part of me is in everyone. 
Yeah. And then part of me was in that person. It was in the instructor. It was in the person. And I feel like that's why all these stories, all all the most popular movies ever created have these archetypes. And that's why archetypes exist. It's because it's universal. It's a universal symbol that every human being, despite language or it doesn't matter what language you speak, if you can barely write or not, if you see an image, then it just triggers something inside of you. And that's why archetypes exist, because we all share parts of each other in one. And same with music, too. Yeah. Like the, you know. Classical music, any language. any la- And I saw another TikTok. I don't know if this is real information, but apparently this one farmer started uh, playing classical music for his uh, seeds. And his seeds grew like twice or three times the size of typical specimens of that product. Hmm. And then at first his farming neighbors and competitors laughed at him. And then, and then later they just started adopting it too. And apparently classical music opens up one of your chakras, like, like opens up something inside of you that allows growth. And it does that to plants and it's been scientifically proven. And then scientists started playing classical music to rats and they started playing classical music uh, to uh, other species of plants. And it's all the same result kind of. It's like it stimulates. Yeah, yeah, it stimulates growth in like a progressive kind of way. I don't know. Mm, That's really interesting because that's like that's. a type of music that stands the test of time no matter what people always like gravitate towards it like even when people are learning a new instrument yeah they start with the classics it's like classical music just you know yeah and and have you ever thought about how ancient tribes they all have a, a component of like musical yeah like a theater involved you know it's right. like it's always like an instrument like there's always an instrument there's always a uh, chance. There's always something musical. It's all, it's all about sounds because I feel like, yeah, because I feel like sound just, just does something to our DNA. Like it does something to our soul. And, and then we consume all these music and, and all these songs. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a lot. Again, guys, I can't speak today. I know that I've made a bunch of grammatical errors. I just, it's just Monday, and I'm just trying to, like, get my mind right. It's Monday. But it's a lot because I feel like I'm still recovering. I'm still integrating everything that I've learned in the in the past few days, and I'm still, like, integrating it. And no, it's not mushrooms. Um, it's an edible, completely legal. Ordered it from a certain brand. I'm not going to plug the brand because we're not sponsored by them. But I, I highly recommend taking a good, potent edible and trying to meditate and then see where that leads you because it's been leading me places where sober I would never have imagined and it's been it's been this weird ride where despite things feeling like they're getting better on on a personal level for me it's still it's still very hard because uh, because I feel like my soul is fighting against my own nature and my own nature has only evolved to what it is because of circumstances in life. So I've become a person who is more cynical, who who is more emotional, 
in a bad way, who's more pessimistic. And so that's my nature now because of circumstance. And then, and then my soul, which is unchanged and has always been what it's meant to be. That's why people say like, oh, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, you don't answer that question. You Like, it's already set in stone, you know? It's all about you kind of going past all of these distractions and all of these barriers and all of these things and overcoming obstacles that you allow your soul to kind of just navigate. Otherwise you become stuck. And then I think that you get reincarnated and then you never escape. And that's the irony of suicide too. It's like, I think that that's why it's funny. And I think that too, not obviously literally funny. I think that to the deities that, that govern our lives, like they just laugh at us at people who take their own lives because you get sent right back. It's like, Oh, you know, because your goal and your purpose is, is, is one. It's like your purpose here on earth is to evolve your spirit and evolve your soul. It's elevate yourself on a spiritual plane and to gain access to that spiritual plane and to enter heaven. If you don't enter heaven while you're alive, then you don't have any heaven or hell while you're, when you're dead. So I think that that's what it is. It's homeless people live in hell. And that circumstance, of course, that's part, partly it's circumstance, but even them, it's like if you just get what you need and then you meditate and you elevate your soul, like a homeless man could be more enlightened and could pass through the gates of heaven first than a billionaire, for example, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of this makes sense, but that's Metaphor- how I feel. Metaphorical gates of heaven. Yeah, because no, but that's like, that's the crazy thing is that I feel like there is a place and it's inside of our minds. Like there's a physical place, but it's hard to explain because, because, because we've been conditioned to understand physical as what we can touch through, like through our senses, but there are other senses in your mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. I, I think, <laughs> I think I'm just sounding crazy to, to a lot no, of people. No, it makes sense. It does make sense. But that's why I don't want to like talk about it anymore. So then I'll just, um, gather more information and try to really think about more things and then i'll do it like doing um an episode dedicated towards towards that conversation but 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 i do want to have more more open conversations about these thoughts and these ideas because they're just that's everything that's in my head right now yeah I just wanted to, um, I found the article. It was an 11-year-old girl, and she's getting her master's degree at 11 years old. What? With an IQ of 162, which is higher than Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking, who had an estimated IQ of around 160. And she has autism, autism and Asperger's. And she's 11, getting a master's degree. And she was six when she was in high school. Huh. (laughs) Which is super crazy. Um, But yeah, her dream is to work with NASA, it says. Her name is Adhera Perez Sanchez. Mm. She has a dream of, of working with NASA. And for now, she's promoting space exploration and mathematics to young students. That's super crazy to think about. Like this, this like little child 
yeah. has the brain of that not even fully grown adults develop, right? Yeah, which is crazy to think. It's it's super crazy how life it works and things in life that happen, occurrences. It's wild. And it's funny how usually that's how it goes. Is that these super bright people you know these uh prodigies they eventually say that they want to become astronauts and i think that even that is a sign that our place is not on this earth our our place is with the celestial bodies you know like it's with the stars it's with the universe and that's why the brightest people in our society among us all focus and dedicate their entire lives to understanding the universe. Albert Einstein, Stephen Hawking, this girl, they all focus outwards. Because you would think, right? Like, oh, like this girl, like, why doesn't she solve world hunger? Why, like, why doesn't she solve global warming? Why doesn't she do stuff for here? Like, why doesn't she figure out more cost-effective fuel or invent this, invent that? It's because deep down we know that nothing on this planet matters that much or as much as we deem it to matter. Mm. What matters truly is the connection we have with other spirits and other souls on this planet. So that's why family is important. That's why we have an affinity with animals and we look at animals and they don't even have to look like us. Like we can see an iguana, you know, uh, walking or whatever it is, like we become enamored and we draw a connection to these things. And it's because they all have a soul that inhabits them. And then the next step or the next frontier of focus is always space. And I, one conspiracy that I completely discard is the idea that space is fake. I, 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 I can't fathom that idea. Like I can't, like that's one of the few conspiracies that I completely rule out because if you look at history and you look at, you know, ancient philosophers and ancient, you know, people who were smart, really smart and maybe even smarter than we will ever be these people all looked outwards as well like they all looked to space kind of so space has always been real there's this video i saw that space looks a lot like you know parts and cells of our body yeah like a universe is the shape of an eye um like yeah there's there's other examples but like the cell like if you zoom out into like multiple universe like multiple universes away mm -hmm. you you can see like it, the pattern looks like the cells within our body and stuff it's pretty crazy yeah i'm gonna show you this video that i saved on tiktok so <laughs> there are some benefits to social media there's this video that really got me thinking i was like damn dude like maybe that is the like maybe that is what it is this one right here watch well, you don't have to watch. You just have to listen. Subatomic particle. Wait, wait. In the yo, the entire planet could be a subatomic particle in the cell of an organism that lives on another planet. Yeah. The entire universe itself. Or if you want to even go deeper, in it, it, it could the entire universe could be some kind of like uh, synaptic pulse in the brain of uh, an entity just having a dream. Like yes. it, so, so, which is the synaptic pulse of a, another entity right. it's also having a dream this and it's is bigger the, and bigger and bigger and bigger and there's no end the entire planet that's pretty crazy to so, think about a dream inside of a dream is essentially what that is but that's what i've always thought too and maybe these um synchronicities that we see and maybe these reminders are just that they're they're just reminders that we 
are part of something bigger and we are this thing that we i don't know yeah that's why those videos where it's like you're just a speck in the universe yeah like that's just a reminder (sighs) that i mean it's a good reminder that you shouldn't let things you know bother you so much but it's also a reminder that we're very small and the last thing i'll say to close this off is a quote from Mac Miller from one of his songs, I forget which one, but he says that he needs a religion to follow. And I'm finally understanding that. It's like, of course we need a religion to follow because it's too overwhelming. It's too much to consider. It's too much to contemplate, especially in the state that we're in. Imagine, imagine you go to work out and you haven't worked out a day in your life ever. And the first thing you do is you put five 45 plates on each side and you try to squat that. It's like, that's 450 pounds. You're, you're like, you're not going to be able to squat that. You're going to die. Like you're going to just implode. You're going to break yourself. And so that's why religion exists. Religion is that little clutch, like crutch that humans kind of need. Otherwise you'll go crazy and you'll go insane and you'll just, I don't know. Because it's so much to contemplate. I feel like there's so much to learn in this world. And my point is that religion is an easy fix that that gives us this um this surety that we know like that's enough. It's like I'll put it in God's hands because it's just too much for me to try to understand. But I feel like the purpose of life is to understand. Yeah, and that's why a lot of philosophers were like secular humanists where they believed in the potential of themselves and their capabilities and not on uh, not reliant on that of gospel a, a deity yeah. or or any religion or anything like that and then religious folks which some of them may be listening to this and again no offense but religious folks they'll they'll chalk everything up to satanism it's like no that's satanic worship is, of self is satanic And sure, part of that is part of Satanism. Again, like a bunch of these principles and ideas are derived from an occult past. It's like it's our occult origins of information. But but I feel like there's so much potential in the human being. And I feel like that, like, ah, man. And that, ironically, is what's been exciting me about life. Is, Is just that. It's like I've been looking forward to every day, every night to just really just like lay in bed and just think, you know, and yeah. just contemplate and just read and just try to understand more and gather more information. But yeah, I, I could tell you like doing that. <laughs> yeah. Because then I wake up in the middle of the night and then all of a sudden we're talking for like four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's in those moments that I feel the most when enhanced. The, when the moon is out. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic is that? Mm-hmm interesting anyways uh do you have anything else that's it folks that's all folks we're gonna go to the pool now yeah Yeah. oh i'm sorry i'm just like here's the here's what i was gonna say is that i don't i don't um really like uh what's the word i'm looking for like talk a lot because because i feel like callie uses these episodes to kind of like as a diary a little bit yeah and so i just like hearing him talk and so that's why you guys will see that i'm not really 
you know, jumping the gun or anything. Mm-hmm. I just like let him talk. It could be like 10 minutes straight that he's been talking. And I'm and I just like let him go at it because I know that he needs it and it feels good for him to do. And it's a good like free flow of thought and stuff. Look, to me, it's just I don't know, guys. Look, again, there are going to be days where I can't speak. I can't formulate cohesive sentences. I my my grammar sucks and all that. But it's just because it's a raw influx of emotion. It's a raw influx of information. These are things that I've been thinking. These are thoughts that have been coming through me. I don't know what's been putting these ideas in my head. But all I know is that my purpose is to just spew them into a microphone and have them disseminated throughout the world. It's like that's what I need to do. That's part of my purpose. And that's what these beings that spoke to me during my experience they they made that clear without even saying it which is so mind-blowing to me and it's hard to explain but again like that's why i just want more time to integrate everything that's been happening and try to see like what lesson lies in it all and then with those learnings and with those understandings i want to just share those things and whoever is open and willing to contemplate these thoughts and these ideas then yeah, welcome. Otherwise, again, like if you're hyper religious and and you want to hear us say that Jesus Christ is, you know, like like everything ends in Jesus, then I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't know why you're still around because that's not my goal at least is just to explore. It's it's to understand everything. Yeah. Everything, every single thing. And that's why on the next episode of our video podcast, I'm going to be dissecting certain occult concepts. I'm going to be trying to talk about certain theories and things that are super interesting to, to, to think about. But if your criticism is, oh, you guys are only talk about the, the secular conspiracies and shit, ah, like, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, occasionally, maybe, like, we'll talk about quote-unquote satanic stuff. But, you know, I feel like... I feel because because of what I said, right? It's I don't know, man. Look, we we don't want to like we don't want to share that stuff, and then it just make people more fearful, irritated, fearful, and yeah. angered, and like because I like I think that we both want to treat this podcast as like a growth thing. So if we ever do share like stuff about um, I don't know, like even human trafficking or whatever the case is, it's like we also want to offer a a counterbalance like something that's gonna level the playing field right right and so that's why we have these like thoughts about like how much bigger you know everything is or or even how much smaller and irrelevant it all is like we want to have these discussions because then it kind of you know makes it less intimidating yeah when when thinking about all of these things because we don't really have a lot of power over over the stuff that happens and that's fine yeah and it should be fine is my is what i'm trying to say it's like i mean it's it's not fine that it's happening of course like with a lot of things but my point is that we have to make a peace with ourselves that there's only so much that we can do yeah and so you can share you can talk you could discuss you can spread ideas but then you know that's pretty much like the that's like the tip of the iceberg yeah 
Yeah, because I've come across a bunch of YouTube channels that focus on, you know, uncovering satanic truths and exposing satanic nature of Hollywood, satanic nature of the music industry. Those exist. Like there's a bunch of, there are a bunch of channels like that. And I don't want our brand to be that because what I feel from those channels is they are capitalizing, whether you guys realize it or not, they are capitalizing off of fear. So they aren't doing anything to help you you cope and deal with those things that are happening. You know, like maybe, yeah, maybe Lady Gaga uses a bunch of satanic principles in her music video. Maybe that is the case. Probably is the case. It's probably Satanism mixed up with occultism, mixed up with who knows what else. But it, but it probably most definitely happens, right? But then my point is like just exposing and just pointing it out and just emphasizing that fact does not do anything for the greater good. And so that's why I feel like my mission is just to spread the ideas that come through me and these thoughts and these different ways of looking at things. And I've always prided myself, even during grade school, it's like I've always been the kid, I've always been the friend who would would look at things completely different and then and then everybody would just kind of gravitate towards me because of that it's like damn like that's pretty crazy to think about it's like i've always liked doing that and i've always had this this uh passion or not passion but like this like gift i guess to just be able to improvise and just connect dots where dots haven't been connected yet yeah and with that i want to stimulate growth and stimulate elevation enlightenment and other people as I myself go through my own enlightenment journey, which is what I'm traversing right now currently. And I only began it recently after that experience that I had. And I feel, uh, and, and I, I know it's a formative experience because it's not something that I forgot. And then I just, I just jumped back into my old ways immediately after or one day after it's just it's been lingering it's just been getting more profound and more deep and and the changes i've i've been feeling them it's like a shift in just spirit it's just a shift in everything yeah just like open-mindedness too yeah but yeah that's it for me that's it for me all right um so with that being said guys thank you again for listening for tuning in um best way to support us as creators as always is by leaving a review let us know what you think by where where can you go oh yeah by leaving us a voicemail we 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 haven't plugged in our voicemail in a long time uh we do want to start doing those again because i feel like it's the best way to kind of connect with you guys and just hear you guys firsthand versus you know emails and even comments on social media yeah so if you guys want to call us it's 201 890-2907 that's 201-890-2907 it's a toll-free number it's a google voice number so don't be afraid of you know having it charged or whatever just give us a call and we'll play your voicemail and yeah 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 man yeah man with that being said uh don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone peace to the world